Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Well, now Elon Musk may be buying Twitter. If Twitter is bought by Elon Musk, what will happen to his many other businesses? Or will the genius of Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter finally turn it into a cash cow like Facebook? Whatever, we've all had enough of Elon Musk and Twitter. So welcome to Podcast 39, which is all about fucking Twitter and that Elon Musk. Hi Heidi and hi Brent. Hello. Please tell me you have a different opinion on this rather overplayed story, which in all honesty, I wish it only lasted 280 characters. An opinion? Of course we have an opinion. <laughs> Whether it's valid or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, what is your opinion? <laughs> <sighs> Elon, Elon. From capitalism, it is entirely his prerogative how he wants to spend his money, and we allow him to do that. Yes. So in the grand scheme of what you're allowed to do, he's not breaking anything. He's not doing anything wrong. The problem is social media is still broken. And we're unregulated. Tr we're trying to yep. create some regulation around it. Now we have somebody who wants to come in and take it and try to pull it back in the opposite direction of regulation, at least as far as we can tell. Isn't trying to put a human on Mars and carefully crafting the next few steps of the world's most profitable car company enough? Well, I think of the Richard Branson story. He started selling DVDs. Actually, I think it was cassettes early on in Virgin Music. And he realized there were opportunities to make money. And he took those opportunities and he strategically aligned himself to good opportunities. Is that right. what's happening here? I think he's doing it out of ego and ill intent. Yeah, yeah. If but I, that's my opinion. If, if I'm right. analyzing him from a distance, I do think that there is a great amount of hubris. Let's go with the term hubris. Yeah. He, yeah, I would agree. He believes that he can do things others can't. But yeah. if we're looking at this from the perspective of I'm a business and not from the I'm going to fetch about this around the water cooler, <laughs> I think that as a business, should you have an opinion about this and is there a value in using him as a laboratory rat? There is. We know that when his tweets, and there have been a few of them, go wrong, it has a direct effect on the value of his other organizations. Absolutely. Twitter, as with all social media, and rightly so, is under huge levels of scrutiny. Um, everyone has an opinion, has a thought on whatever is tweeted. And I think part of my challenge with this is a lot of his revenue comes from us, the taxpayer with SpaceX and right. other things. We are give, right. NASA right. is giving yeah, yeah. him billions to do what he does, mm -hmm. and he does that well. Will that be impacted by him doing something that has nothing to do with his base business? Your question about tweets that go rogue, let's call them that. Yeah. I think that that is actually an incredibly important and interesting planning exercise for any business that has social media. Yeah. And and we've we've touched on this yeah. in other podcasts, yeah. you know, one links to the other. And some of the things in discussion are 
perhaps Twitter will become a subscription for fee service. That's one model that's being looked at. Right. And if I have social media and my presence in the universe is greatly dependent on Twitter, this is a really great opportunity to, yes, fetch about the fact that the idiot sells, I'm sorry, the gentleman sells flamethrowers. <laughs> yep. It's a great opportunity to circle your leadership together and do an actual risk and strategy session because we don't know what's going to change, but we know in six months there are going to be changes that come out of this. And it's a real place for putting in some metrics and some benchmarks around something that on many levels isn't important. Elon Musk is not important but he could become important. Well, and corporate responsibility and corporate ethics is important. Right. And he owns a large portion of that. So will his voice change and influence corporate ethics? I mean, it's hard for me to imagine um, anything changing with Twitter, but then I'm not Elon Musk. I am not the guy that can encourage a team of people to enable a rocket to land itself. Yeah. So I'm not that guy, but of all the businesses to invest $44 billion in, you know, he's knocking on a bit now. If, if it's about his true legacy, surely there were things he could have done that were more in line with his so-called philosophy of, of fixing the Earth. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Mars because we're going to screw up our Earth. Well, why didn't we have Elon you know, wind, wind turbine corporation? Or, yeah. or, and he has made many statements, I could end world hunger. Why Why have you not done yeah. so, yeah. you know? Or I, I can create clean drinking water for everyone. Do it. Good for you. Why have you not done so? That would have been amazing. And something that I find really sort of fascinating with this, and I'm not a technology person, is a lot of the discussions between people who know technology right. have basically been people in the tech sector saying Elon's an old guy who doesn't know what's going on, <laughs> which is interesting. Mm. And it's going to precipitate a lot of friction and conflict and change. And again, the ethics of my organization stand there on media platforms I choose to use. Right. So what's your backup plan? Do you have thresholds that tell you if this happens, we are going to do X? And it's a really interesting space and place to use someone and something, which is the man sells flamethrowers. Let's not take him too seriously. Yeah. Well, we've had these discussions internally at Orgology. Yes, we use Twitter and we post things on Twitter. What do we do with this? If it changes and its value proposition changes, if it changes in way X, what do we do? If it changes in way Y, what do we do? Right. And we're really looking at, okay, if you're going to charge us money to do it, maybe, maybe not. We may or may not stay with you. If you're going to allow everybody to put hate speech on there, we are going to withdraw. Yeah. Yeah. We have to withdraw. So and, we cannot be part of that. No. And what Brent's really laying out, which is the fun part and the growth part for an organization, is a lot of organizations don't like doing strategic risk planning. They don't 
set thresholds. They don't set benchmarks. They don't set mitigation strategies because they go, eh, 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 if it happens, we'll deal with it. Here's a great chance to talk about something that everyone has an opinion about, most people find stupid, but you can have an animated discussion that exercises those muscles for how do we deal with things in a crisis and what do we need to have in place. He's your lab rat. Social media works so well for business. I mean, that's where all the ad revenue is coming from. But advertisers and a corporate image don't go well up against complete and utter free speech. Yeah. Um, The two don't work together. And that's one of the reasons we will be asking our attorney soon, how do we word this and what do we put out there? We are continuing to post for now, but we will watch in the future which direction socially and corporate responsibility wise does this go? Yeah. Uh, Because we have to put something out there. We have to say we are not exactly comfortable, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. At this point, we don't know what it is. Nobody does. He could leave it alone and let it run and cut staff and save money and start making money because Twitter is... It's making four and a half billion a year. So it's more than 10 years. I mean, he's he's borrowed some money along the way, I think. Um, A lot of Tesla's shares have gone, but four and a half billion a year is not enough to pay the asking price quick enough, is it? No, something has to give. Yeah. Yeah. Publicly, there's some disapproval and, and some disappointment with his Starlink enterprise, which is so noble. The idea of unifying the world with an internet. Amazing. He needs to fix that first. Yeah. And he's doing <laughs> wonderful things with that in the Ukraine. And the Ukraine are using yeah. Starlink mm-hmm. because they don't have any other internet right now because it was all run yeah. through Russia. Yeah. And yeah. governments can't shut it down, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So. so get that fixed, Elon. Then move on to Twitter. I think that there's a real discussion around, and this is definitely a longer or different podcast, is, is it freedom of speech or is it freedom from accountability? As far as I'm concerned, we have absolute freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. You are not free from the accountability of the impact of what you say legally, morally, or ethically. And that, I think, is where the actual debate lies. It's not freedom of speech, but it's a different day. Well, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. But I don't want my advertising to run next to an asshole. Interesting point of view. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you uh, so much. So, uh, Heidi, what do we have to look forward to next week? Let's give you Steady As She Goes. Steady as she goes. Well, after this whirlwind of an episode, steady as she goes sounds quite appealing. Yes. Any more than that, or is that just it? That's what we're going with. <laughs> there you go. Well, I look forward to that. Uh, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. All right, see, see you, you next, next week. week.